0: Nationwide, everybody knows my name. They're like, Mama, that's Kenny Montgomery. He sings that song we like. Yeah, yeah boy, that's me. Roll out the trailer, I'm Klausen. huh Them Hoosier tires glossing. Yeah. Them cold kind, we're tossing. Right. They know I came to wreck it, yet I rarely bring out a caution. Yeah. I hit the high side. Boy, I park parking for Brian Clausen. Huh. I do them like. Kyle Welcome to Throttled Insiders. Up the Podcast. Throttled Up will be a weekly
1: podcast featuring Matt and Dustin. We plan to discuss the legendary Brownstown Speedway, along with other local dirt tracks, Eldora, Salem Speedway, and all of your IndyCar and NASCAR news. Don't miss an episode of Throttled Up, the podcast.
0: Hey, Mo, are you going to win it? Uh Yeah, I hope y'all brought some stamps, because y'all know I'm about to send it on me. Dirt, 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 I'm all about that dirt. Dirt, 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 dirt. I miss that. Dirt, 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 dirt. Gotta get back I'm a dirt trackaholic. Call it what you call it. Saturday night, I am so Kenny Wallace on that. Dirt, 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 dirt. I miss
1: that. Dirt, dirt, Welcome back to Throttled Up the Podcast. um Pretty exciting week uh here coming back. A uh, lot of racing we got in. I know that. Matt and I were lucky enough obviously we were at Brownstown Speedway on Saturday night but then got the opportunity to head over to Eldora on Sunday and as blasphemous as this may be to most of the race fans out there it was uh, my first time at the hallowed grounds of Eldora uh, getting to walk in and uh, that was one heck of an experience to be over there and and lucky enough, after getting to go over there, we got the uh, the guy that pulled off the win in the Johnny Appleseed Classic, uh, the driver of the 1G, uh, Devin Gilpin. So,
2: Devin, thanks
1: for being here tonight, man.
2: Yeah, absolutely, man. Thanks for having me back.
1: Appreciate it, Matt good good weekend of racing for us wasn't it oh yeah it was real good i would kind of wish now we would have went friday
3: to bloomington and then you know monday to lawrenceburg that way we could just end a four-day weekend with it
1: yeah you're wanting me to be uh divorced and have a lot more free time aren't you um, <laughs> I we we said before we got on the air that you know devin said he got to go over to lawrenceburg and watch the world outlaw show on uh on monday and here's the best part my wife just joined and and i said that um you know i I really wanted to go, but I was afraid to look at my wife with a three week old and say, "Hey, I'm gonna run to Lawrenceburg and watch the sprint cars this <laughs> afternoon so I didn't make it over, but wish I could have but uh you know it, obviously, like I said, a big weekend we'll we'll kind of start out at brownstown and and devin unfortunately, I had some clips um to kind of talk to you about we We got a chance to stop by the trailer my my recorder went on the Fritz there. I appreciate you being patient with me, but I didn't have them but you know basically what what we started out with talking about was throughout the first part of this season really the only thing that is that has stopped you is the rain
2: yeah absolutely the weather the weather's been crazy this year I, I feel like uh, this season's probably been one of the worst years for rain it's just it's rained it seems like every weekend and it's really put a damper in our season but when we've got a race we've we've really been really good and just couldn't be more proud of that you know I, all them guys uh, Beeman and Kurt and all my guys over there just working their butt off and and if it wasn't for them, uh, we wouldn't be where we're at right now.
1: And I know that, you know, obviously,
2: and I, I kind of made the, the
1: comment to you Saturday night at the track, you hate these super races getting rained out when you're going to be other places. But obviously that means for Brownstown, you get the opportunity to come back and, and jump in the modified and, and have some fun there. And I know as you know as a fan, we always like to see when you've got the 1G modified out there as well.
2: Yeah, it's it's cool when you can go and, and run two classes and, and try to win in both of them. And, uh, you know, I, I really enjoy running them modified. You know, that's what I grew up racing. So to be able to go and, and you know, I, I, I enjoy taking my modified to other places as well. We just really putting a big emphasis on focusing on the late model this year. and But when we can go to Brownstown and run them both, I, I really enjoy it.
1: And, you know, and the second time this season that you've parked both of them, you know, with double feature wins. And, you know, we've talked a lot on here about, you know, how – you know the competition at brownstown is so strong what's it like to be able to go there with both cars and end up parking both of them
2: uh it's it's special you know i you normally don't get to see that because guys don't run two classes in a night you know so for me to be able to do that is is really humbling and it just shows uh all the good people i got working for me uh you know on beeman's side and my grandpa and uh cousin kevin's side we got good equipment and and good race cars and good motors and You know, if it wasn't for that and all the people behind us, we wouldn't be able to do it.
1: Well, and I'm going to throw out something a little selfish, but, you know, one thing we were excited about is we got our our new decals for the podcast, and I obviously stopped by and you ran those on your your modified, so, you know, we only had the decals out one night, and our decals were in victory lane, so for us, selfishly, (laughs) that was a pretty cool deal for us to at least have our our decal in, in victory lane. So, you know, when you say, you know, looking at the late model, obviously... You know how did it feel at Brownstown on Saturday night? Obviously, you know you got it back out, got it on the track. How was it on Saturday night?
2: Probably the worst I felt there all year um the we We missed something a little bit but we we've been working and, and trying new things and was a little free and and a little loose off the corner and but uh you know that that's just part of the the growing pains of this and and testing and trying stuff and but it was enough to get it done it just uh we know what not to do now
1: <laughs>
2: and you had and and you had a very
1: special person in victory lane with you on saturday night and um you know following you on social media you posted some of those pictures can you fill us in on who that is and, and what he means to you
2: yeah absolutely uh, a really good friend of mine friend of the family one of my dad's best friends uh rick morgan got to come to the races uh saturday He's he's been battling cancer and uh he hasn't been to a race all year, and huge race fan, and a huge Devin Gilpin fan. So uh, for him to be able to be there and get him down in victory lane and and give it, you know have him with me and get his picture taken, it really meant a lot to me. And it was special to have him there. And uh, you know I'm just uh, you know I'm praying for him, and we're all behind him.
1: Absolutely. He actually
3: walked across the track in front of me when I come over to. And uh, your dad was super excited to get him over there you know i I could tell that meant a lot to your dad why you know because your dad helped him through the gate and everything and and uh i thought that was pretty cool i could tell then like like dustin said i didn't know who he was but i could tell it was special to your dad and you both when you seen him so
2: it it really is special to my dad and me uh you know he he, he's a young man battling uh you know the fight of his life and uh you just never know what's going to happen you know uh, and and we're all behind him and we're all praying for him and uh you know uh, we're Rick Morgan strong.
3: That's cool, and you know if you can give him a little, you know, glisten of, of enjoyment there by by racing and him watching the race and you winning. I mean, that's a great thing right there.
2: Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, yeah, it, it was a special night just to have him there and and to have him come down there and you know uh greet me in victory lane and to just be able to see a smile on his face. It was cool for me to be able to to do that for him and uh, just something I'm proud of.
1: Good deal, good deal. You know, and. uh when we look at that also in that the the modified class to kind of bounce around here a little bit but when we go back to the modifieds and we talked a little bit earlier when you were on who are some of those guys that you think are the up-and-comers that you know are going to be a battle for you even when you show up with that modified
2: uh you know obviously the jeremy owens he, he he's really fast week in and week out uh jacoby hines has been really fast the past couple years um Jordan Weaver's had a good year at, at Bloomington and Putnamville. You know, the, the Modifieds has a, a lot of good talent coming up. It's just uh, it's just a shame that, you know, we can't get on the same page to have more race cars at, you know, Brownstown or Twin Cities or whatever it may be on Saturday. I feel like it's really splitting the fields in half and, and, and really cutting the fans short, you know. So I, I would like to see the car counts grow and, you know, just to put on a better show for the fans i
3: know some of that for the modifieds though you know we've had some drivers come out of the modifieds and move on to you know like brandon reed was actually second in points in the modifieds at, at brownstown last year he's he's going to show up this saturday night first time in a in a in a crate late model so you know, it seems like some of the modified drivers are moving on to other classes you know
2: yeah i just did see that i i kind of wonder where he'd been and uh i just did see a picture posted that he was going to go crate racing so that's cool, you know, and like, like I said last time I was on, I, th- I really feel like that crate division is just going to keep growing and keep getting better, and, and I'm really excited to see where it's going because I, I think it's a great series and a great division, and it's, you know, more economical, and, and, yeah. and, it, and it produces great racing.
3: Yeah, and, you know, everybody looks at it like it's a, it's a step down, but I don't think that's, that's the case there. I think it's, uh, you know, it's just a more economical way for, you know, the Saturday night racer to be able to go out and race and, and race in a late model
2: i i totally agree and like like i said it's a great series and and it's economical for uh for a guy that wants to race late model you know like hell last year we went down south to dixie and rome for the lucas races and at dixie they had three all they had was three classes and it's three classes of late models it's a super late model a 525 late model and a crate late model (laughs) and uh you know that's just a trickle down effect uh you know maybe a super guy liquidating stuff you know, he can sell it to the 525 guy or the crate guy, and, you know, they can just keep turning that stuff. Yeah. And, and, and they had a great show. You know, the fans, the stands was packed uh, full of fans, and there were several crates and 525. So, you know, I, I would like to see, uh, you know, more emphasis to that crate division around here because I think that's the future for around here. You know, the super late model stuff in Indiana is is, is dwindling, you know and uh so I, I think we really need to put a big emphasis on the great stuff
3: i think with the supers though if you're not in a traveling series you you almost are are out because you know it's hard for the, the you know the racetrack just to get enough to even run a good show anymore because most of the super guys are traveling you know they're, they're falling the money
2: i mean indiana you have one racetrack to race at and that's brownstown and a super late model so i mean yeah. It's just tough. I mean, when you get, you go to Illinois and, and there is a lot of lot of local places that run super late models weekly. And you go to Ohio and there's a lot of places that run late models weekly. And the same with Kentucky, you know, just like it, it skipped over Indiana or something. I don't know if that's because we're, yeah, you know, Indiana and USAC and non-wing sprint cars or, right. or whatever it is. But I think that we could really get the crate division growing and, and, and make it prosper and, and get – you know, get these tracks together and maybe put on a little bit of a mini series or something. But uh, I, I foresee the crates to to really take off. And I mean, they're doing great now, but I foresee it just keep growing.
3: I, I agree with you on that one.
1: And that's a real. I, I guess I never thought about that with the super late models and connecting it to the, you know, kind of the Indiana tradition with with non wing sprints and USAC because you do see a lot of drivers in Indiana specifically that that kind of go that non wing route uh, more than you see in some other places. So. I think that's definitely an interesting point I'd never considered. Looking ahead, you know, and and we'll kind of break down all the races here in a second, but um, obviously Sunday night you go to Eldora. And, you know, I already talked about my first opportunity to walk into Eldora and, and kind of what that was like for me. But as a driver, what's it like to to come in there in the hauler and start unloading and you're at Eldora
2: nerve wracking <laughs> nerve wracking that,
1: that may be the most honest answer I, and i didn't see you going with that but that may be the most honest answer you could give
2: you know that that place is uh you know i grew up there and and just dreamed of one day to be able to unload there in a super late model to have the opportunity to race there and then once you go there you know you, you got to put a whole night together you got to you got to time in good you got to heat good and then then start up front in the a main so you know, uh, my, my wheels is always turning, and there's probably a little more nerves there than, than anywhere you go. Just because it's Eldor and, and the prestige and what it takes to be fast there. And, uh, you know, S- uh, Sunday night was special. I, uh, you know, used to the Johnny Appleseed race was the week before the World mm-hmm. 100. Yep. And we would go up there every, you know, first weekend of September, rope off our camp spots for the World 100, and uh, watch the Johnny Appleseed. And, and the names that's won that race is, is just crazy and for me to add my name on that is just really special and you know I'm just I'm really more proud to give that to Beeman you know he told me uh after the race uh Sunday that he'd been going there since 1984 and just uh hoped one day to be on that stage as a winner so for me to be able to give that to him was just uh something really special
3: good I know a guy from North Vernon you know for me was you know you see Jim Beeman logging on the side of the car you know when you go down the front stretch and then when you throw it into turn one you know, I see the right auto parts on your, you know, on on the spoiler. To me, you know, being from there, that means a whole lot to see those those sponsors run around that racetrack.
2: Oh, absolutely, man! It, it, it's just crazy to to think we put this team together and and we're able we're, we have the capability to do this and go to Eldor and and run with the the best of the best there, and to be able to go to Victory Lane and. and you know beeman took the trophy in sunday night to his house before we got there his wife gives him gives him crap because uh they're running out of space in the, in the living room to put trophies so you know that's pretty cool for me and special and you know i've won there in a modified and you know it didn't really sink in for me when it happened uh that i'd won a super late model race there let alone the johnny Appleseed. And and you know the more i think about it the more I just it's really awesome and you know i just can't thank beeman enough for giving me this opportunity and and tater and kurt and just all the guys that put you know blood sweat and tears in this because it's a lot of work and you know i just can't be more thankful
3: your move at the start of that race uh, from the (laughs) grandstands was pretty impressive you know you went in right down on the bottom by as low as you could possibly get without making contact that inside wall and then you you know you drifted up to the top through one and two and i was really impressed with that i I could tell you meant business right there when you took off
2: yeah I, i uh i knew i needed to get going you know i needed to to get my momentum wound up pretty quick because in uh, heat, you know uh shannon buckingham he, he was yeah, fast yeah. and then uh devin moran was really quick and you know i knew i, knew I needed to get a good start because i didn't want to get behind the eight ball early and clean air means everything over there when you get out front and you you got good clean air on your race car you're, you're normally faster than the field so uh i knew i had to get going and, and it just worked out perfect where i got a really good start got under bowersock uh before we got to the flag stand and, and slid up in front of him and then just rolled uh turns one and two up in the cushion and then uh split uh Moran and Buckingham yeah. getting into three and then just tried to hit my marks for the rest of the way.
3: <laughs> it was I mean the guys behind you too, I was looking at this you know when, when we was getting ready to start here. Let me see if I can find it real quick. The guys that finished behind you, they have you got me you know, Matt Miller, John Henry, you know, Dustin Nobby. I mean that's that's where they race, you know, every <laughs> week at so you know, all those guys behind you had way more laps around the track than you do in a late model, and man, you just—you know—Moran knocked a spoiler off trying to keep up with you. So, and I'll tell you
1: what, that was one of the cool things from the stands. And I know you can't see that obviously from your car, but you talk about a guy, and and you know, credit to him who was pushing to really make it a make it a race with you. I mean, he's he's hitting the wall. He's knocked a spoiler off. I mean, and he never until he he pulled in and parked and and you know pit road he never quit i mean it was exciting to watch him try and run you down
2: yeah you know i it it, it was funny because uh the gap was getting bigger, then it would get smaller. (laughs) With that big screen, you know, uh, you can kind of sometimes glance up there and see it, and sometimes I would go get in turn one, and he would be closer, and then I would get in (laughs) turn one, and he would be farther. So, you know, that was kind of nerve-wracking, too. So I I just knew I just needed to be smooth and hit my marks, and, um, you know, luckily it all panned out. I I, I know I I probably drove Kirk crazy on the (laughs) sticks, but, you know, just luckily it all panned out, and just – it was crazy to get a win up there for the Johnny Appleseed, and just hopefully that rolls momentum into the dream here in a couple of weeks.
1: I'm going to be honest. It's, it's insane to me because I've never sat in your seat and done what you do to think about the speed you're carrying around El Dora and you're taking a peek at the big screen. I, I'm having trouble keeping up with all the cars on the track and watching from the stands. You're just taking a little peek to see where, where somebody's at. That's amazing to me.
3: That's what I was going to say. I don't know how you – can find the time you know to find you know the, the guy with the sticks or look up at the you know at the big screen and stuff like that
2: Yeah, uh, i didn't i you know you don't look all the time you just there's times on the entry of one you can kind of get a quick glance of it and uh where kurt my signal guy was at uh sunday night he actually needed to be a little farther down because uh you know if you if i was running the bottom where i was the week uh, the couple weeks before we went there and ran second. Uh, I could see him great, but when I was coming off two up top, I would kind of have to turn my head a little bit to catch him, so it made it difficult but uh you know l- luckily that uh you know we i i felt like we was carrying good speed and good momentum and and I knew the line I was running it was gonna be really tough for any it's it pretty much uh, the line i had you, you was gonna have to slide me getting into one and get a really good run off turn four to 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 pass me just the line i was running so i really wasn't too concerned you know the race car felt awesome and you know that that's just a big testimony to tater and all my guys you know we've just been working and 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 really trying to find some stuff and you know i just couldn't be more thankful and and, and proud to have them guys on my team two weeks out um well
3: actually what a week from tomorrow you'll be we'll be racing the dream so what's what's your feeling well the weekend of the dream what's your feeling your outlook going into uh
2: i'm excited you know i, I can't wait to get over there you know like i said it's nerve-wracking though it's the it's the dream and you know that race has eluded me i, I haven't made it yet mm-hmm. and i've tried and we, we've came up short you know a couple times that we have went but I, I i probably feel better about it right now than i ever have you know uh our race car's fast and and going there the the first night and then the johnny Appleseed, i feel like has is, is made us better we we've uh we've all learned you know my crew guys and and myself on how to run that place which i've been there a lot but it's different every time you go and 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 we've been there in a couple different scenarios this year to work on our race car so i'm really excited about it I, I think we have a really good shot to get in and go 100 and uh <laughs> You know, I'd be I'd be tickled to death if we could get in it, but you know, it's it's the dream, and it's uh you're gonna have the best of the best there, and you've gotta have a lot of luck go your way. The the way the format is now with the qualifying yeah. and the points and the two nights of racing leading up to the dream, you know, you gotta have a lot of luck, but you gotta have speed and you gotta be fast. So, you know, uh, we'll just see how it goes. I, I'm I'm excited and I'm I'm ready to get there, but uh, you never know what's gonna happen. You know, it's Eldora.
3: Me and Dustin talked about that when we was over there Sunday that you're going twice the distance of brownstown but only taking a second longer yeah. you know that is unreal that you know your qualifying speeds saturday at brownstown was just a second quicker than what you guys qualified you know over there yeah at and you're running twice the distance yeah I that's mean, so, that's
2: crazy that's just telling you how fast we're going over there oh and, yeah uh, the speeds there you know it it kind of slows down though really when you're in the seat and you get in a rhythm and you, you know you get focused and you, you get out front and just trying to hit your marks it kind of slows down but uh you know early that place uh, it'll take your breath it's fast and you know it's a it's a lot of fun
3: does the, do the straightaways seem as long in the cars because i know you've watched a lot of races over too do they seem as long in the cars as you do when you're watching or no, it no no
2: the the turns seem really long oh really really the, yeah they, it seems like you're in a corner forever uh, the straightaways don't seem that long it seems like it's no time and you're back in a corner and the corner seems really long
3: so that it's opposite when you, you know yeah. it seems like you guys are through the corners pretty quick but you know you carry that long straightaway so that's kind of cool to to see that you see it totally different
1: in the car and i i almost and if you don't want to answer this if you feel like i'm jinxing you 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 just tell me no i don't mind it um you haven't made the dream yet what do you think that transition is going to be from like a 30 lap feature to the 100 laps of the dream
2: Oh, big a big transition you know you you want to set up to be to be there for the last 20 25 you know and you you gotta you gotta adjust your car to be there at the end and you know them 25 30 lap deals are sprint races compared to the you know that's stage one in the the cup race (laughs) so um you know i don't know we'll we'll just have to wait and see we got to get in first but uh We'll we'll definitely you know that's in the back of my mind is setting a pace and keeping the edges on the tire and 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 not over over driving the car early with the tire rule there you know you're gonna have a twenty on the left rear so you can't abuse it and you know you got to keep your car under you for a hundred to to be fast at the end you
1: know and that's what I think that you know from what you're used to racing that I think that's probably the biggest challenge is how do you set that car up so that that last twenty laps are your best twenty laps you know and you make sure you save it.
2: That's a Tater Master's job.
3: <laughs> <laughs> do, do you think the format now though helps you? You know, with the smaller race on Thursday, then a little bigger race on Friday, and then the hundred on Saturday helps you like figure out what you need to do. What maybe if you make do do something wrong on Thursday, you can realize it for Saturday. You know,
2: I, as a fan, I could see where people would think that. You know, you got two nights to race to get prepared for Saturday. But when I think back, and you know, the way it used to be, when you would go up there on Friday, you would qualify two rounds, and then you would go to Saturday for the six heat races, you know, I feel like a guy like me could maybe get lucky and draw a good number and be in that uh, one through 36 invert and start on the pole of a heat and go out there and, and, and maybe lead a heat or win a heat or run top three in a heat for 15 laps. Now I got to outrun these guys for two nights right? to get my points because it's a, uh, you know, they take qualifying points, heat points and feature points from Thursday and Friday to set you know, where you're at in points to do the invert on uh for on the Saturday. for the Saturday. Yeah. So, you know, sometimes I think about it as like, man, I, I, I would kinda like to go back to the other way on uh, you know, just do a, a Friday qualifying and Saturday race because like I said, you could get a guy that, that maybe is a long shot that gets a good qualifying number, you know, good draw and uh bust a good lap off and he hits that invert right. right. You know, and then he's only got to outrun people for fifteen laps in a heat race instead of have to outrun him for two nights. So you know, I don't know. You're definitely on the track more, and it maybe just give you more time to mess your stuff up. But uh, that's a good point too. Like I said, that, that's that's on Tater. We're, <laughs> we're putting that on Tater. You just got to wheel it. That's my job. I, I, I'm hired to drive. I'm, I'm I'm not hired to set it up.
1: Uh, you know, and I guess one thing I'll ask you too, as you kind of you you went to Eldora a couple weeks ago, ran second, obviously. You know, we've talked about you won the Johnny Appleseed Classic, and you know, we don't ever want you to give away setups. But how much of that do you think you've learned going into next week? How much of that do you think we still got some tweaks? We still got to make some, you know, adjustments.
2: Uh, I feel confident. I, I'm I'm really happy with. Uh, we went in the first night with a totally different setup than we went in with the second night, and both 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 setups are a pretty good package. So uh i'm really confident, and and the racetrack was different both nights so you know that that's uh that's you know pretty good for us uh we we feel really well about it and uh you know it was two totally different surfaces and we was fast both times so uh i know we're really confident going in
1: well and i think i mean you just talked earlier that you know the first time you ran the bottom this time you kind of ran up towards the cushion i would think you'd feel good that now you've got some setups no matter what the track looks like going into to the dream
2: yeah, but like I said, you know, it, it, it's a lot of luck. You know, when you go to the draw shack and you draw, depending on you know if you go out early or you go out late, that the qualifying deal you get so much points for qualifying. It, it's it's crazy how many points you get for qualifying. You can uh, you can be fast time and not even make the race a night on like Thursday or Friday, and still be setting good for an invert on the heat Saturday. So like I said. It's a lot of luck, but if your car's fast and, you know, it it all pan out and be what it's going to be, I, you know, I just, uh, I got a lot of confidence in my guys and myself right now. We're, we're, we're really running well and, you know, just, uh, just hope I can get it in the show.
1: Well, and I think just the confidence factor would help you and, you, you know, the guys in the shop, you know, and obviously I know it's not like you're, you're usually down in the dumps or anything like that, but I would think just kind of building the season that this is, this has got to give an extra boost to everybody getting ready for it.
2: It does. And like I said, going to Eldor the first two nights has gave me, you know, over a hundred laps or so on the track already this year and and, and really feel good about it, you know? So, so I, I think that's a big key for us to go, go there the first two nights and, and and just try things you know that's what we was doing that was our whole goal goal just to go there is just to try things to just to get better for this dream and you know you know beaming wants to make it really bad and we all do and you know that, that's why we went over there and you know i think we uh you know i think that's gonna pay big dividends for us
3: i'm amazed at how much outdoor has changed over the years because you remember back in the 90s if anybody ran the bottom of the racetrack you was you was out to lunch man you know everybody ran right up on the top and around you know you only drop down the pass and he's right back up now there's as much racing on the bottom of the racetrack as there is on the top anymore you know and that, that's amazing to me i've watched how much that racetrack has changed like that
2: it's definitely changed a lot uh through the years since tony's got it and i don't know if they took some cup out of the, the out of the banking up up on the tops uh one and two and three and four but i think it's produced better racing you know you, you if your car's good you can pass you know you can go the bottom the middle you know uh diamond maneuver what you know whatever you want to call it right. but uh the the i feel like the racing over there has, has definitely been better and uh if your car's good you you can go anywhere you want to go and, and make passes
3: do you think it's as much as the track changing or the cars changing or you know combination of both you know the. The different car
2: setups you know from now back to the 90s it's probably a little bit of both you know uh and everybody's getting smarter and these race cars are so good and everybody's so competitive and but i think they've worked on the track you know i think they took a little bit of the cup out of the top uh on both ends and but like i said the, these guys nowadays uh, are so competitive they'll figure out anything to, oh yeah you know make their stuff right
1: you know, and you weren't the only, you know, we, we focused covering on, you know, the Brownstown Speedway guys and the drivers, and you weren't the only one that, that made the trip over to Eldora. Uh, we had a couple of um, the modified drivers yeah. that uh, run yeah. on run at Brownstown regularly that went over. Uh, Jeremy Owens in the double zero and Tim Rivers in the 46, uh, both made the trip over to Eldora and, and both had pretty good days. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, Jeremy Jeremy was fast out of the gate, got in an accident, actually got squeezed on, you know, both sides go, coming out of turn two. And um, you know, we talked a little bit before he got put on the hook and I thought he was done coming in, then he rolled back out right by your trailer and and went back out and was able to work his way back up to tenth. And you know, we kinda started this new thing and and you know, Matt and I talked before the uh Schaefer photo and custom tee photo worthy move of the race and this week um you know obviously it could be your victory lane photo from eldora but you know to watch jeremy work back up from uh from the back of the pack to 10th uh he is our schaefer photo and custom t photo worthy move of the week uh so huge shout out to jeremy man that was a heck of a run well this one you know you seen him getting taken out on the hook we thought
3: he was done you know we's kind of disappointed and then like you said we seen him rolling back up there you know through the lineup shoot and everything and coming back out and then bring it all the way back up to 10th first time out you know i I gotta give a shout out to him too so good job jeremy
1: and also uh tim rivers uh heck of a run um first time at eldora you know gets it up to third place and um you know he's got to be feeling really good and confident uh new modified car and was able to get that up there to third place so you know a shout out to tim as well for a heck of a run well especially because he couldn't run the feature on saturday night at brownstown because he broke the transmission in the heat race but then he he shows up
3: over at Eldora and and ready to race it.
1: Absolutely. So, you know that's uh you know it was it was pretty cool you know and I know that Matt has said this several times. That's why I'm excited about next week for the dream with you guys over there. Is it's really cool to see guys that you get to see every week, um you know racing at Eldora and racing those those big name guys. So, um you know it's it's definitely going to be a lot of fun for us to get a get a chance to go over there with you, Devin, and watch you know and, and Devin moving on to kind of the rest of the season what what are some other big events that you're you know I, the dream is obviously next week but what's some other big events you're looking forward to in the super this year uh,
2: the next one you know uh, <laughs> that's right fair. on right on we're, we're race by race you know uh and that's the way we look at it you know we're are we're going to Brownstown this Saturday for the for the Bob series race 3000 and then uh the week after that we'll be at the Dream and. Uh, you know we don't try to look too far ahead we're, we're focused on the now and and what's going on now and you know uh, you never can tell where, tell where we'll show up you know uh, plan on doing some summer national stuff and then uh, after that it's just wide open you know I, I, I don't know what, what what all we're gonna do after that but uh, I know uh, we're just all pumped up and and really happy with the way the season's going so far and you know uh, just just hope to continue it
1: let me ask you this for from just driving style how much does your driving style change between brownstown and eldora you know obviously we've talked about the size difference the speed but just as a driver in the seat how much does that change how you set things up for you i mean you're setting up corners and those kind of things
2: uh a little bit just depending on the racetrack the way it is you know if it's slick and slow you uh you kind of arc into the corner more at eldor than you would at Brownstown, but if you uh, if it's up top and you know like the way you get into turn one at Brownstown, it's kind of the same motion between throttle to brake as like I did in turn one uh Sunday. So, you know, it's just uh just uh depending on what the racetrack is.
1: So it's really the surface more than even the track.
2: Yeah, I would think so. And the and the way you know if you got a big cushion or you don't have a cushion or if it's really uh, slow and slick. Uh, that really uh plays a big role
1: very cool very cool so kind of take us through obviously the bob series here uh uh this weekend i know you said that you tried to get some of the crew guys to come with you tonight and i wish they would have but (laughs) kind of what's what's the setup to get ready to go to eldora i mean once you once you come back to the shop after after racing saturday obviously getting the car ready when are you planning on pulling out what's what's kind of the setup to get you ready for for the dream
2: well, uh, our plan is as of right now, after Saturday, when we get home, we'll unload the car, um, Sunday morning, get up, go to church, come back and wash the race car, uh, tear all the body off. We're going to put, put a new body on it and, uh, get everything, you know, all of our maintenance, all of our tires and all that stuff done. And, uh, we're planning on, uh, leaving out Wednesday morning.
1: Very, very cool. And then obviously, you know, start racing on Thursday night and, and see where you go from there. Very cool. Wanna run down the rest of the races from Brownstown on Saturday night, Matt? Yeah, I mean Super Late Models we had two heat races. Uh Shelby Miles won one and
3: Devin, of course, won the second one there. And then when the feature came around, David Devin put it in uh victory lane there, followed by Adam Bowman and Chad Stapleton, Alan Magner, Matt Beck should be your top five. Uh Nick Hoffman showed up over there Saturday. Was you surprised to see him at Brownstown? Devin?
2: Uh no, because uh yeah you know the Jones Oil Company's uh out of the Shoals Lagodi area and uh okay he uh he's been making that that trek back and forth from North Carolina to Indiana every week and uh you know I I I wasn't surprised uh he had some motor trouble after Saturday because he was planning on going to Eldora but uh you know I I foresee him to run Brownstown quite a bit this year
3: I was actually I was surprised to see him I didn't and then when I, we went to Eldora, and he wasn't there. I was really surprised to see him not at Eldora.
2: Yeah, I was curious. That's why I, I texted him after it was over, and I asked him, you know what, where was you at? And uh, he said they had a uh, some sort of motor issue after Brownstown Saturday that uh, that cost them not be able to go. But uh, you know, uh, you know that that guy he drives to North Carolina to Indiana weekly, so uh, I gotta gotta commend <laughs> him for that.
1: Yeah, that's that's pretty impressive. Just just making that trek um, every week. And then uh, the
3: Indiana Pro Late models. You had uh, two heat races in that. Shelby Miles won a heat race in the in the in the crates. Chad Stapleton won heat race number two in the crates, and then uh, first
1: repeat winner of the year.
3: Yeah, Chad. Well, Devin was repeat winner also. Well, I'm talking about in the Prolate models. Yeah, in the Pro Late models. But the Chad won. Then Tyler Kane was second. Shelby Miles third. Steve gotzi fourth, and Steve Peden fifth. Which that Steve Peden's actually impressed me. You know, this is his first year leaving the super stocks and stepping up to a crate car that uh i'm pretty impressed with him you know making that move
2: i've been impressed with chad the past oh, yes. couple of weeks uh his race that, that crate car has been hooked up and uh you know that's what i told him after the race this saturday i was like man you guys got i don't know if the the smith deals made your program better by run, you know running that crate deal but uh you know he's been awfully fast
3: that's what i think too is him running with that that Naismith smith series he's you know, he's had to step his game up and you know when he comes back to Brownstown he shows that that he's you know he's learned something else this year
2: you know a lot of people around here probably wouldn't you know maybe not keep up with the the Naismith stuff, but you know them crate guys uh, that run that series are are, are for real and and that's very competitive so you know I, I can definitely see that that's what's you know probably stepped his Crate program yeah. up and and it definitely shows here you know uh, that's what I told him you know man he I think he's got a good hold on that that crate deal at Brownstown.
3: Oh, I, I agree with you there i just don't know if he's going to be around enough to you know for a championship or anything because i think he really wants to travel out with the nate because the reason he was at brownstown was they rained out i think he was going to be down to mississippi or alabama one
2: yeah that's what i was Yeah, that's what i was told that he was going to mississippi but they rained out so you know i i, I doubt he's going to be doing a championship deal but uh you know i can see that it's really helping the race team and 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 everybody involved even though austin burns has got a lot faster by running that series and uh you know it showed that you know i follow it a little bit that yeah. that series is tough and uh you know that's some of the best great racers in the world and uh, you know it showed uh, chad's been really fast
3: i agree with you there and like he said you know chad was the first repeat winner and you know when you look at the points you know your top threes tyler kane marty O'Neill, and tyler neal all three of those have been in victory lane at brownstown this year you know and chad's been in there twice and you know you said some of the, i think brownstown has some of the best crate late model drivers there are that that show up you know at brownstown you know that's me personally i might be a little biased there but uh you know i think we got some talented guys in them crate cars there at brownstown
1: well one thing i want to throw out real quick uh changing the subject a little bit but talking about chad just any listeners um you know I, i was getting ready to go there next be be on the lookout here coming up uh we had a conversation i know chad if you were at brownstown speedway on saturday night chad kind of brought it up um in the uh victory lane interview uh throttled up and chad we're going to get together and kind of do a deal um we haven't worked out all the details so i don't want to announce it but there's going to be a partnership between us and him and looking for donors um you know organ donors uh so if you're not an organ donor i'm just going to tell you go out and get it put on your license now because it may reward you in in you know in the future because um, we are definitely chad was all on board we just haven't worked out the details yet but uh Obviously, he was excited because he announced it in Victory Lane before yes. we even had much more than a few minute conversation, but we are excited to get to kind of hook up with chad and and do something for that uh that organ donor
3: yeah i'll just I'll be like you let's just say you know if you're not a donor, let's be one and just make sure to bring your license to the track that shows that you are one because uh, maybe three or four times this
1: year we can reward you guys that are that are donors absolutely so um but yeah and it's and it's you know it's it's kind of a cool deal to see you know that side of Chad as well. And I know we kind of talked about this a little bit last week but you know Chad's nickname total chaos and and the character that he can be and and you know I think it's really cool because I mean I know that obviously he showed his you know his emotions and what he's feeling with what his dad's going through right now and but as soon as we came up and brought up trying to partner and do something for, for organ donors, I mean, he jumped all over it. I mean, he was 100% behind it. So even though he's total chaos, I, I, I think that the fans need to also know that this guy's got one huge heart too. Um, and, and that character is great for the sport and great for racing, and, and he's fun to watch, but uh, he's, a, he's a darn good guy too.
3: Well, I've said it you from the get-go that we've got to have characters in racing, and, and Chad is a character, you know, and he, he plays his part well. So it's uh you know I'm glad to see that that you know he can do that but this is serious for him and I, and I'm glad maybe we can come on and help him. Absolutely. Uh Superstocks. Uh, let's see. The wilson Automotive Superstocks Jason Heyman won his heat race and then Mike Fields won heat race number 2 and Mike Fields on a terror two in a row now with a uh, Superstock feature win so Last year we talked about it there in Victory Lane a little bit, that he couldn't get that car to make a lap on the racetrack, and this year he's won two features. So Fields is getting his stuff figured out. And then uh, Jason finished second. Tim Shumpy was third. Aubrey Egan ran fourth. And Colton Sullivan ran fifth. So that's your top five in the, in the Super Stocks.
1: And uh, I guess I, I didn't have my list up when I, when I it's, yelled it's out superstocks. I jumped over the, uh, the Modifieds there. Uh, devin won his heat race there heat
3: one, and then heat two was adam stricker which we we brought him up wondering why he wasn't at eldora and then the feature it was going to be devin gilpin jeremy owens ran second to devin stricker was third matt botnick fourth and dennis botnick fifth which i i gotta give a shout out to dennis you know 1979 brownstown speedway late model track champion and 2018 he's still turning laps man to me that's that's pretty awesome
2: unbelievable yeah i think it's awesome you know you don't meet a better guy than denny that's a fact and uh you know he he, he does great you know still today and uh i'm happy to see him and you know him and his son still doing it together yes. and uh you know it's cool to see denny still doing this
1: can you imagine that foreshadowing your future can you imagine still turning laps at that age
2: that would be crazy you know i <laughs> i I'd, I'd just hope to be alive at that age let alone <laughs> <racing>. <laughs>
3: but he still does it it's not like he's just going out and rolling around no the he's not a, he's not, not just know, taking a sunday D- dennis drive. is still racing yes, when he's on absolutely. the racetrack you know that's that's what i think is awesome and then your pewter hall pure stocks uh houston rourke you know won the first f- uh, feature event this year in the pure stocks won the first heat and then jeremy hibner who won his very first ever feature win last or two weekends ago now but then jim raddick brings the old girl out from storage there in that old 7m and, and parks and in Victor lane again and then houston Rourke ran second hibner was third keaton was fourth and roger absher was
1: fifth so there's your
3: your rundown from brownstown this last saturday
1: and devin before we go on and talk about anything else i know you've talked about some of the guys in your shop and you've obviously talked about Beeman, but you know go ahead and give a shout out to some of those sponsors again that are helping you do what you do
2: well on the late model side of things you know obviously beeman and and tater and kurt and all them guys but the, you know the jay dickens racing engines uh jason clarkson log- logging uh bradley machine ellis gas and oil all-star performance um and all of our product sponsors be headers just everybody on board on that deal and then on on my modified side of things uh my cousin kevin kevin fleetwood uh Without him, I wouldn't be running modifieds, and, you know, I can't thank him enough. And then Blondie's, Pizzeria and Pub, my Uncle Mason, uh, Mike Shell Race Engines, Impressive Race Cars, uh, Daska Race Plath, my grandpa. You know, with the, without him, I wouldn't even be involved. So, uh, you know, i got to give all the glory to my grandpa and you know, just a lot of good people behind me on both sides of things. And, and you know, without with, I say it a million times, but seriously, without each and every one of them, I wouldn't be able to do what I do.
1: And you know I I can tell that you've been to Victory Lane a couple times this year because you had that down to a science to rattle <laughs> off all of those sponsors and not that not that you don't have them all the time but but you you've you've read those in Victory Lane a few times you've you've rattled them off I should say
2: got to take care of them man
1: and and that's you know and again that's I know we talked the first time you're on but that's something we wanted to do for those guys as well here on this podcast and get their names out there because. Uh, the guys that support racing do it at a different level than what uh you know some other sponsors of other things do you know race sponsors really come out and help you guys and make sure you get to the track i'm gonna ask the guys out here
3: on facebook live you, and you guys got any questions for Devin? go ahead and type them in there i know uh, sparkman and
1: nathan bowling like they've been having a conversation amongst themselves i don't think they've listened to us much tonight, no I, to I i i really don't even know where to go with those two um yeah it's they may have to get their own show.
3: I know my brother-in-law, John, he's listening tonight, so glad to have him on there. So if you guys got any
1: questions, uh, type them in there, and we'll uh, we'll throw we'll, them out we'll... to Devin before we take off. We just got a thumbs-up from somebody. Yeah, somebody gave us
3: one. I'll run down the points real quick, too. Uh, in the Super Late Models, Alan Magner is your points leader right now at Brownstown. With uh, Shelby Miles, Matt Becks, uh, Steve Gottsy, and Carly Holt, your top five. Devin, you're... You're there in six for a guy that kinda of moves around and kinda of races wherever you want to this year. That's that's pretty awesome. Then you got Matt Boatnick leading in the modified points. Dennis Botnick running second, Jeremy Owens third. Ryan Thomas fourth and Devin, you're fifth in the modified. So two top tens, you know, both of them there, so that's pretty cool
1: sparkman asked uh how my sample of eldora was and and sparkman i i was fully warned and and told several times that the johnny appleseed was just a sampling but for me i could have just got the opportunity to go there and and it's kind of one of those things that that we'd always i it just always fell through it was always i was gonna go i didn't go and and it could have not even been racing but just to get to walk in and kind of walk around the place and take it in and see it uh, was was amazing to me, and I am very excited to be at the Dream. Um, we're planning on pulling out Thursday morning, um, so we'll be there all three three nights. Uh, you know, for the racing, and and can't wait to get the opportunity to really see you know a big main main event. So, and
3: I, I didn't even take him down the pits or anything. I saved that for Dream Weekend. So, you know, we'll be sure to stop by and holler at you there when we're down. You know, yeah,
2: absolutely. So. And, and I can tell he's he's sprint car biased, so. <laughs> You need to catch a World of Outlaws show at Eldora.
1: I, I no, I do. <laughs> or a four
2: crown or something like that. The speeds of a, a World of Outlaws sprint car at Eldora is just unbelievable.
1: Yeah, and, and I got, I'll, I'll go ahead and say it. I got called out by Marty O'Neill on on Saturday night at the racetrack because uh, Matt let it slip how I I really lean hard towards those sprint cars. And Marty's response to me was, "Did your mother drop you on your head?" Um, and,
2: and then, I, you and know, then
3: I
1: responded back,
3: yeah, twice. <laughs> so, but hey, I, I can't,
1: uh, I, I can't hate on him because,
3: I'm with uh,
2: you. I, <laughs> I really, I love him. I enjoy him. uh, I was at Lawrenceburg, uh, Monday wishing I had a world of outlaw ride ripping around, uh, Lawrenceburg because they're, uh, it's, I just, like I told you before, I just think it's as pure racing as you can get.
1: Well, and it's, and you know, Marty and I actually talked about it a little bit later on. it's really true. I grew up going to Blo- Bloomington speedway. And Bloomington Speedway is a great sprint car track. I mean, it's just so much fun to watch sprint cars there. And when when the late models would come in, it's not a great late model track. So it was tough for them to put on a good show. So my whole growing up, going to races was late models really aren't that great but everywhere I went and watched sprints I enjoyed them so that was part of it and like I told Marty I definitely enjoy the late model side of things now being at Brownstown a lot more and and getting to see everybody run but no I definitely have a very strong sprint car bias there's no doubt and I do definitely want to see a a show at Eldora with them yeah it's you know I'm a late
3: model guy through and through but watching the sprint cars at Eldora is a thing of its own right there like like Devin said it's the the speed that they crank around that joint is unreal.
1: And Jeremy throughout we should have came into the pits and you're probably right Jeremy we but we got to see you at the gas station later on so we ran <laughs> into you on the way home. Got to get the breakdown there but um you know I guess I'm going to ask you this as as you know thinking about Eldora um what what do you imagine it's going to be like 'Cause I'm gonna I'm gonna say it when you make the dream to roll out there to start.
2: Uh, something I've dreamed about my whole life, other than it being the World One Hundred, but the dream World One Hundred same difference to me, you know. Uh to walk across that stage when they announce you know, if, if they announce my name to make it is just uh probably the highlight of my career up to this point for me, you know. I uh you know, I just always dreamed about making one of them big races and, you know, uh going 100 laps there with the best in the business and uh you know it would be something special and you know i just hope i hope i can give that back to Beeman for everything he's invested and in, and put into this and i know how bad he wants it and i know how bad our team wants it and i want it so uh you know for us to pull that off that'd be something uh pretty high up there on the list
3: you've raced lucas oil events before when you when you get up against bloomquist or or uh, jeremy owens or you know something like that do you race them differently than you would just somebody at at brownstown or is it all the same you don't even notice who's beside
2: you uh maybe the first couple times it was different but you know nowadays i've raced with them enough they're just another racer to me uh you know i'm trying to get all i can get and 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 get the best finish for my team and my guys that i can you know at first it was kind of you know surreal you know i'm lining up next to scott and jimmy and jd and all them guys but uh you know, nowadays they're just a uh, you know, you know. It's it's just like running a modified race at Brownstown, or or lining up next to uh, you know them guys in the Lucas races. It's, it's all the same for me now.
3: That's good that that, that has transitioned because that's going to help you out that that you don't notice it's Bloomquist or you know you don't notice it's Davenport that you're just going to race.
2: My thing is though, I got I, I got respect for everybody uh, that that I know's got talent, you know, and a lot of times the reason they're not in a a, a high profile. Uh, ride is just because uh dollars you yep, know yeah. you know a lot of like I said last time a lot of these people that have rides is uh family owned um uh, you know something in that nature and, and there's a lot of talented modified guys who no doubt could get in a get in a late model and, and and you know excel and go to the top so that's why you know I got respect for everybody that uh you know I feel has got a lot of talent and uh you know that are good race car drivers
3: and i'm i'm 100 in agreement with you on that that there's a lot of guys that could probably drive in in a whole different class just if they could fall on the right guy that's got some money that uh it's all about money there's
2: no like i said last time there's no compensation for money in dirt racing or any racing
1: yeah i'm gonna ask you this because we brought up bloomquist uh did you see what he did obviously in the b main at the show me 100 unbelievable i mean (laughs) what are your thoughts on that because i've never seen anything like it
2: you know, uh, once I seen it, I I figured he could keep, maintain pace under green, mm-hmm. but the yellow came out and I didn't figure he would be able to keep the car straight, you know, and keep it going under yellow before they went back green. But, uh, you know, that's just Scott Blumquist, you know, that's just another uh, deal to add to his crazy his legacy and <laughs> yeah. and, you know, it, it doesn't surprise me, let's put it that way.
3: Nathan asked how different is the driving style of a late model compared to a modified said he never really thought about it
2: a lot uh you know uh not you know you got almost equivalent to the same horsepower in a in a dirt late model and a modified with half the tire and half the brake, so you have to really back your corner up in a modified and and really watch what you're doing and and not overdrive the car in a late model it's like nowadays the harder you just from lap one till the end you just drive the heck out of them and and get all you can get so uh you know I always tell everybody there's there's a, a kind of a really big difference for me anyway you know i know other people say that there's not but uh for me i i really have to watch what i'm doing once i go from the late model to the modified to, to not overdrive the modified
3: that's what i was going to ask you when you jump out of the late model and then you get into the modified um is it you know do you have to remind yourself okay i'm in, i'm in the modified now
2: absolutely like i said you know you got about the same horsepower half the tire and uh half you know the brakes that that's that's a big deal in the mods that you just don't have the brakes to stop and uh so you definitely got to remind yourself you know you got to really back your corner up and uh you know kind of kind of baby it in the corner uh late model
3: that's that's kind of wild cuz i'm like nathan i never thought of the difference in between the two of them and i bet driving both of them in the same night now like chad you know he drove the super late model then he jumped down the crate would you have to change the same do you think with that or is not it not
2: really it's about the same other than you're just less horsepower you know you just uh probably got to free your car up more for the crate versus yes, the, versus uh versus the super but you know it's about the same deal just other than horsepower but a modified is it's two different worlds versus uh versus how they feel
3: nathan does that satisfy you there we'll find out soon enough i guess he's probably looking for a little devil's cut <laughs>
1: <laughs> and Devin, i don't know if we asked you this the first time so i apologize if i'm asking you again these are starting to kind of run together a little bit have you done any of the iRacing racing stuff
2: yeah i've done i've uh i don't actually own my own rig uh really want to get one but uh i've did quite a bit of it and really enjoy it is it i
1: mean comparing it obviously to to you being on the track is it is it that realistic in in a simulation?
2: To be honest, I want to say no because I'm not that good at it. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, I really that's I, fair. I don't know because it, it's just two totally different worlds. You can hit that restart button really easy. <laughs> yeah and you know, it's a
1: lot easier to get the equipment fixed that's than what's, in yeah, you're not
2: banging it out in the garage for a week trying to get everything <laughs> and you don't fixed. have to you don't have to test your courage really you know you yeah. just hold it wide open in a, in a in a computer game and do what you do but uh in a real life action you know there's consequences of uh you know mm-hmm. wrecking hard or, or what have you but uh you know I, I really enjoy the game i i think you can you can take stuff from it there's no doubt you know as far as just maybe repetition and and you know, being on like say your Del Dor and and uh repetitions of trying to get into one and not hit the wall and being really smooth on the fuel and braking and, and stuff like that. But uh, you know, in my mind I, I I i really don't think there's a comparison to real life, real speed, you know, real time stuff.
1: Well I've said on here a couple of times but so we've talked about obviously uh, you know, Braden Watson who's uh running with Lucas and and kind of his background with the iRacing thing. And that first night I saw him at Brownstown when he was getting ready to call, crawl in the car, that was my exact thought is you talk about the courage, and I'm not putting Braden down at all. I would have – I needed several pairs of underwear before I climbed in that car the first night thinking, you know, I've done this on iRacing, or even the first night he went to practice. I mean, that's that's a lot of car to be climbing in a modified for the first time and get to go do it. So it's a pretty cool deal to see what he's doing chris gambrell asked
3: a pretty good question here it said with emphasis being put place on putting on a quality show in a moderate amount of time from a driver's perspective you guys have to get frustrated with dead time such as excessive track prep or repair in your opinion what can be done would you be willing to sacrifice a better racing surface in favor of getting done sooner so which would, would you rather have a better surface or
2: i wish they would have left the racetrack alone saturday, saturday night saturday, yeah. Yeah. yeah and uh just went through the show because i thought the racetrack was just it's and the bad thing is we don't get enough cars now to get it dark before the main comes right you know and And it was just
3: starting to darken up right there i mean just barely starting to put a little black down
2: i i I wish you would left it alone i mean it turned out all right it made the racetrack dirty but uh you know i know the fans don't want to see you know mid-show a water truck and pack trucks and the downtime. And for me, I for I was wanting to kinda you know, I'm maybe being selfish here, but I was I was wanting to test a little bit in the black and try to learn something. But uh you know, I, I think that's uh, crucial is uh for racing nowadays is like Kenny Wallace preaches this that everyone wants stuff now, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh I think they need to be efficient, like uh, you know, uh NFL game or an NBA game, three and a half, four hour program and we're out of there, so you know that's about the probably where they was with five classes. So, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I like I said I wish he'd left alone.
3: I think the only reason he he did what he did, and is trying to keep the dust off the fans, because you know it seems like they either complain that we're taking the downtime, but then if we don't, they complain oh, about the dust. off you cannot. All
2: you can't please them.
3: <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and I think that's why he did that because you know the track blew off quite quickly there in hot laps you know was already starting to throw dust coming up out of one and i and i think he realized the fans are going to start complaining about the dust so he i think that was his intention was trying to kill some of the dust
2: well either way like i said if he if he didn't do it they're going to complain about the dust and then then when he goes out there in water they complain about the downtime yeah it's hard to please everyone in this sport and And, and, oh yeah and the social media has killed it because he gave him a, an outlet to to be negative, to complain about, it. You, and that's
1: you know, and that's what I, I will give a lot of the people credit that have kind of watched us and have you know, messaged back on our social media is that that people have been very positive about it because that's not what we got onto this for you know we wanted to sit down and talk to drivers like you and let you get your sponsors out and you know talk about the good side of it so i'm glad to see that these guys have done it but keith sparkman threw out Devin. you need to find you a 410 non-wing sprint ride for indiana sprint week and try it out and i believe last time you were on you said if somebody would throw you a sprint ride at some point you'd love to climb in and give it a give it a whirl at least
2: oh absolutely i've I've ran like four or five non-wing sprint races in my in my career and i love them you know they're 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 awesome and then uh like i said i'm a huge fan of usac and 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 world of outlaws and we're just a regular saturday night sprint car race and i love it and i i would uh i would be all game for it
1: there was somebody else in the backgrounds why i started laughing that was shaking their head no but um uh <laughs> and again i'm going to say the same thing that i've said to several other people who have had that uh, you're not allowed to speak to my wife before uh you leave here tonight because you know my dream would be my son someday runs a, a non-wing sprint but uh so yeah we we don't need to even talk about that and we <laughs> we had to talk the day. i got two sons now and matt told me i was gonna have to be able to provide both of them a race car and i said now we'll just say whoever's fastest drives it the other one's got a wrench because <laughs> we're gonna put one in the shoe and one can wrench that's how we're gonna do it so but uh any other questions here for Devin? We're right at about an hour and uh you know going to get ready to wrap it up. But if anybody's got any other questions uh for Devin before we we turn him loose, go ahead and throw him out and um I guess Devin, uh what else on, what let's look ahead. What else on tap? Well, I was, I was about to ask, the bluegrass.
3: You, you you asked Devin what what he had in mind. You, you Jackson 100 has to be on your mind, man. You you know, you raced at sign your whole life that that has to be a crown jewel, you know, in your mind that that you want to win.
2: Uh, and realistically, I think we can get that one. You know, I really where our team is right now and how how much speed we have. I think uh, you know that wouldn't be out of the equation that we that we couldn't do that. And uh, you know, for me to win a Jackson One Hundred, that would be huge. You know, I I love that event. I love Brownstown, yeah. and, and you know, I grew up there. And and for me to, you know, like like I said last time, for me to. To make that race and start fourth last year with scott and yeah. jimmy and all them guys that was something you know i'll never forget and uh you know i i really think it could be a reality here in the next few years you know maybe not this year or, or but at, within the few you know next few years i think that's something we could do
3: well you look through the the who's who that's raced it at the jackson 100 and that roster of drivers you know throughout the years you could line that up with the world 100 roster you know of it's the best of the best is, has showed up at brownstone to race that jackson 100 race
2: oh absolutely uh you know nine out of ten the guys that made the jackson was the guys that in the world 100 yes uh you know years ago battling for them and it's the same since now just uh you know a lot of the world of outlaw guys doesn't come probably because they have you know they have a series uh event scheduled that night but uh you know that them lucas guys and world of outlaw guys that uh you know that are that are top of their game as uh just unbelievable and and for me to be able to you know compete with him that's uh that's something i'm really proud of and you know like like i've said just thankful for beeman to give me that opportunity and uh you know he puts a lot into it you know we got a lot of good guys and we work really hard at it and you know if it wasn't for him and uh you know believing in me and give me a shot we wouldn't even be here talking about a jackson 100 so i gotta give a gotta give a big thanks to jim
3: and i you know i i'm gonna speak for me and dustin both here but it it's very cool like saturday we went over there and we rooted for the local guys you know you and jeremy and tim you know that makes that trip you know that three-hour ride over there is so much better when you know because you know how it is to go to a racetrack and you don't know nobody at the racetrack and you don't know who to root for and who does what but you know when you see you know your local guys there that that makes the trip you know really really special at least you know at least for me and i think it does for dustin too so
1: yeah and even when you know some of those other guys names that are running to have a relationship and see guys run every week uh definitely makes it a, a very fun experience
3: i agree and, and uh, jeremy owens brought up he thinks if you leave the racetrack alone instead of watering it, it the dust will go away That watering brings the dust back more than getting rid of it that's just his opinion and and i have to agree with you i think you know the first two or three laps in the race the dust is pretty big but it seems like it blows off after you guys get going you guys blow it off and keep it off do you agree i mean is that what you see too i think
2: what he's saying is if you don't water it yeah and let it clean off black slick top to bottom the dust will go away but when you water it it, it just you keeps know, coming back yes yeah so i i have to agree yeah
1: I, I'm, I'm gonna agree also on that so well we're at about an hour so um i think anything else you got matt i'm good battle of bluegrass this uh
3: this saturday night i can't you got it up uh, i don't know what the uh the support classes are, but super late models be there racing with the Battle of the Bluegrass three thousand to win. Devin said he's going to be there Saturday.
2: That means worked see. out perfect. My sister graduates Saturday. i Want to give her a big shout out for graduating, cool. and uh, so it worked out good that Brownstown had a three thousand win race this weekend, and uh, we wasn't out of town, so I get to go to gra- her graduation, and then uh shoot back to Brownstown and see what we can do. You
1: still get a race, and you get to be brother of the year. That's that's a perfect <laughs> setup right there. Heck yeah. Uh, so, obviously, the uh, Super Late Models 3,000 to win, uh, Indiana Pro Late Models, the Modified Super Stocks, and the uh, Mini Sprints will all oh, be I there on to. Saturday night. Will you have the Modified back
2: out as well? Um, No. I think uh, uh, my cousin Jared's going to drive the car okay. I've been driving uh, this weekend, and then... Uh, the next weekend we're gonna go the Dream, and then the Monday after the Dream we're gonna uh, head down and uh, get a new car from Florida and uh, from Kyle Bronson. So, oh wow, it's kind of surprising some news, and uh, should be fun. Excited to see uh, see what this car feels like.
1: Very very cool. Well you know devin i want to thank you again i know this is a little bit of a drive down for you and uh you know i appreciate you always being willing to come down and help support us and and be a part of the show and like i said we got to see our stickers selfishly in victory lane and i appreciate you uh you always trying to help promote us as well so thanks for coming down man i wish you the best of luck this saturday but even more i wish you the best of luck next week as as you go into the dream yeah me too
2: man anytime and uh I love this. I love what you're doing, and uh, we need to get a round table. We need Stapleton here and uh, <laughs> someone else. Uh, we can just go back and forth all evening. And it'll be it'll be a blast, and uh, you know I love, like I said, I love what you guys do. You guys do an awesome job, and this is neat and this is cool. It's different, you know. Uh, and uh, I think the sport needs that, and I, I love the debate every week, and uh, I look forward to watching it. And just can't thank you guys enough for having me back.
1: Well, I appreciate it, and I think we got to find one weekend off or one day, definitely this summer, that we get, you know, everybody in here and uh, and and get to kind of hear I, just even the the war stories that you guys kind of have, and you know, and and the only thing is, uh, you know, as long as Chad shows up, not total chaos, we should be fine. Yeah, we're
3: trying to figure out how to put that five second delay in there for Chad. You know, <laughs> then we'll get him on there. So.
1: <laughs> but no man I, again like i said i appreciate it and you know good luck to you and uh to the whole team and like i said we'll be over there and i can tell you this uh you know a couple of your biggest fans will be sitting you know right there with us because there's nothing more than we want to see as you running in the dream and and getting to live out your dream um of doing it
2: yeah man absolutely and i, I like i said i can't i can't thank you guys enough for having me on and uh for all the support and you know everything you're doing for the sport uh i really think this is awesome and uh, like i said i really appreciate it
1: all right right. anything else matt nope good to Uh, go all right thanks everybody on facebook
2: look us up
3: if you come over to the dream we'll be uh me and Dustin both will be around so find us and we'll talk racing
1: yeah and actually a good time to announce if you are going to the dream um do come find
3: a us. T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, get a t-shirt off Devin. Also, hey, we got some can koozies. Find us over at the Dream and we'll give some koozies away to you. And we'll you, uh we'll
1: have our mobile setup. So we yeah. will be podcasting live from the dream. So we will have yeah, a full four mic mobile setup. We won't be Facebook Live while we're there. Uh, at least not in the setup we have, but we will be recording. So if you want to come and talk a little bit about the dream, if you're over there, come find Matt and I and we'll set it up and we'll we'll do a little bit of a podcast over there so you know again uh get out buy a t-shirt from Devin. um i'm getting ready to do the same thing right now uh because i needed one to wear at the dream so make sure you get a t-shirt and good luck to everybody
0: of the rap game ever since I hit him with that dirt track thing now nationwide everybody knows my name they're like mama that's Kenny Montgomery he sings that song we like Yeah, boy, that's me. Roll out the trailer, I'm Klausen. huh Them Hoosier tires glossing. Yep. Them cold kind, we're tossing. Right. They know I came to wreck it, yet I rarely bring out a caution. I hit the high side, boy, I park it for Brian Clausen. Uh. I do them like Kyle Larson. Watch me throw them sliders. Party in victory lane, and y'all boys ain't invited. Ready? Your mama gets excited when I pull up to unload. Hey, Even your grandpa talking about, it. man, that boy too cold. Yeah, right. We don't sit on 24. 24- we don't ride on spinners uh-uh. i'm posted up on them 15s with platinum dirt defenders yes. got kids up in my window like hey mo are you gonna win it uh-huh. yeah i hope y'all brought some stamps because y'all know i'm about to send it oh, on me yeah. dirt 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 i'm all about that dirt 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 i'm throwing dirt 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 i missed that dirt Dirt, dirt gotta get back to I'm it. a dirt trackaholic. Call it what you call it. Saturday night, I am so Kendi Wallace on that. Dirt, 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 dirt. I miss that. Dirt, 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 dirt. Dirt gotta get back to it. I just won hot laps for the third week. Huh? Little Dave said he thinks we're in the first heat. Yeah. So I go and check the board on my bike. Sitting outside, cold. Y'all know what it's looking like. Uh-huh. W, W, that's another George W. Hit him with that half a lap. Like, dang, what gear you running, in And where'd you get that fire suit? Man, I like that stitching. Velocity USA. Hey, just tell Brad that I sent you. I'm shining like i I'm rubbered up and I'm smiling for the fit. Y'all boys be looking tacky while I stay looking slick. So Four new rims, no new friends. They never know what I'm planning them. And mama just gave me them eyes, like they maybe you looking handsome. They read be praying, sing the anthem. Nobody takes a knee. Uh-uh. We stop and show respect, cause we're all proud to be in right. the land of the free and the home of the brave. Y'all better wake up and get it. Uh-huh. We're making America great again. Let's all go out and kick get it on, on it. dirt. dirt.